everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. Soy Vax Holt. That is Adam Glenn. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good to see you. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast, everyone. We are an entertainment news podcast where we cover all aspects, we reveal the fourth wall of the entertainment news industry. Um, I am good. I am back. I just landed back from LA. I was there for a week. Now I'm home for three days and then I go to Miami for a month. Why? Because this is the life of a rich person. No, I am uh, <laughs> off. Dude, I was crashed on a couch. I was going to say a vagabond, night. but you in with rich person, whatever. Yeah, yeah no, you know, get out of I'm, I'm a nomad right now. I'm just <laughs> crashing on couches right now for the past. Uh, uh, well, I, I did that in LA, and now I'm going to Miami for three weeks. I'm going to be there for Art Basel. Oh, Are you familiar okay. with Art Basel? I've never been. I mean, I've reported on it. I've covered it because it's like one of those things that like everyone goes to, and I don't even know why. Like, are people yeah. really buying these, you know, hundred and thousand dollar art paintings and stuff? I, I think it's just a place to be seen in the middle of winter. Yeah, um, I. It's just a scene. It's just a scene. But there's a lot of people going there. I just don't like being in New York this time of year. First off, like it's cold. That's number one. It's cold. It's just the sun goes down so early. It's just not healthy for me, at least. Like I have such seasonal depression because I wear so many layers and it's just not, it's not fun. You can't, like I ride a bike. I can't really ride a bike in the city because it's just so cold. The wind blowing your face. Number <laughs> you know two, it's, let, let me tell you, coming from a California perspective, is. When you guys layer up, you guys look so cool. Like your big coats with like the the sweater underneath it. We can't ever wear that crap here because it doesn't ever get cold enough. And I know it sounds funny coming from the other side of the country, but I sometimes I look at the style in New York and I'm like, God, you guys all look so cool walking around in your your cool jackets. And then I've got a closet full of cool jackets that I can never put on because I'm too hot all the time. Yeah, no, it stinks, dude. And you know what the thing is you don't realize about these jackets? And it's not just mine. It's everyone's. Everyone's jacket smells. You don't wash your jacket a lot. <laughs> you know? Like, no matter what, there's always a smell to, jacks, to jackets. Like, nobody washes their jackets every year. You're lucky if someone washes their jacket maybe once a year, I think, at least in New York. So it's just – it's cold. There's so many layers. I'm like a bear. If I get an itch on my back, I'm rubbing against poles. And I tried, like, riding my bike – last week in the cold and like the wind is coming in my eyes mm -hmm. so it's it's hard to spot celebrities for my job this time of year when they're it's all bundled and then up also, and then also lastly the christmas tree is terrible what do you mean I, like I, down in the, the rockefeller center rockefeller yeah yeah Why? Rockefeller Center. the christmas tree is the worst the traffic is miserable it's miserable you can't get around it's just the crowds and everything where you try to avoid that area at all, you know, at all times, it's just so bad. Um, so I can't wait till they cut that tree down. I try to actually, like, <laughs> not even go in that area until that tree is down. <laughs> Everyone else is just like, angry it's, and it's so funny. Everyone like, else is so excited to see it, and you're like, get that fucking Christmas tree out of here, so I can cut move. it down. Move it to like Central Park. Just get everyone away because I just got to move around, and it's like NBC and a lot of celebrities go in and out. So. I'm just dealing with it, but I was just in LA. LA is so nice. I saw you. Yes, you did. And I, we'll, we'll get into it. I had no idea that you were going to come surprise me. So that was pretty fun. By the way, excuse my random coughs. I've got one of those, like, you know, you're getting out of a cold and you've got that like post nasal drip. And the more you think about it, the more you need to cough. And you're trying to think like, don't cough, don't cough, don't cough. And then it, the more it tickles, I'm in that phase right now. So I'm trying okay. really hard not to just hacked through this entire podcast i'm really sorry yeah um yeah no it's all good so i um hey well actually let's read a review you know let's, we're okay. just kind of rambling right now uh, do you have a review i got a review of course of course 
Don't ask me questions you know the answers to, Adam. All right, this one comes from Corey Fascio, I believe is how you say your name. Corey, sorry if I butchered your name. Five stars. Made a believer out of me is the title. I never got into pop culture much until recently. Discovered the Hollywood Rock podcast. And now not only do I look forward to hearing what's uh, what's new in the world of entertainment, I look forward to the banter between these two guys who keep it fresh and interesting. Thanks, Corey. Perfect review. Thank you, Corey. Love I appreciate it, it, that. It. Um, thank you for that. Keep the reviews coming. And guys, again, if you leave a review, um, we'll actually read your review live on air. Um, but yeah, I was in LA for a few days. I had a huge meeting. I can't tell you who the meeting was with. Um, but I, it's, I had a very big meeting out there. You don't want to um, say it, share. You just, you're going to just keep that to yourself. I, yeah, I can't say, I can't say who it was. It's one of those things. No, that I just, I just big. said it. It's share guys. I thought you said chair. I was like, yeah, chair? Oh, okay. I was going to roll over that. Okay, yes. I met with Cher, and she want, I'm basically creating her own mesh pants, like those pants she, she used to she's wear. She's looking for another younger chaps. boyfriend. She's looking for a ch- new uh, – she's looking for someone to help her design her chaps. Remember she wore those chaps in that video? That's the only thing. I have very few moments of – did I ever tell you how I met Cher? Uh, yes, yeah. uh, you said she, you like ran into her randomly in the middle of the street and she looked like a unicorn or something. Dude, it was insane. It was during, I think it was like a bunch of protests going on in New York City. Everyone was protesting. I forgot which protest because every week there's a different protest. But I got down some random street and she was just standing there by herself, but she was dolled up. And it was the most surreal thing. I was like, are, are you Cher? Like, I almost thought, I've was, got a question for you. We never talked. I almost was impersonator, did, but yeah. How did she look close up, like in person? She she looked like Cher. Like, she looked good, but she looked like mm-hmm. Cher. It wasn't like she was, like, caked on makeup or anything. Yeah. She looked like Cher. But she has this look where if you saw a woman who looked like Cher, you would actually think it's an impersonator. Oh, You know because, what I mean? Like, she's... Yeah, yeah, like you... Like it's just, just random. She's not a real person. Yeah, uh, that makes She's, sense. So I honestly thought it was an impersonator. In fact, it still could be an impersonator. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But she was she was actually very nice. But it was just so random. She didn't have security with her. She was like maybe had a friend with her. It was very okay. Then that's definitely an impersonator. Share with no security. Does that even sound possible, dude? I still don't even know. It's so funny because I have to. I don't even know if it's still share, but I believe it was because it was like these protests, and she was like in this area that. You kind of weren't supposed to be, but you know, so again, back to LA, hold on. You know, when I go to LA and I don't know if you're like this Dax when you travel out East, but I'm still, I'll get into the celebrity thing and the meeting and stuff. But when I go to LA, I'm every time I travel in the airport, especially all mm-hmm. I do is look for celebrities. Oh yeah. 100%. Do you do that? A hundred percent. And the flights back and forth between New York and LA are the flights that I've seen the most celebrities on. I think that's probably like the most common route people going out for, you know, late shows and morning shows and stuff like that, Uh, that those flights, no matter. And I would say American Airlines is the number one for seeing celebs going from New York to L.A. Then Delta. Maybe Delta. Yeah. Yeah. American then Delta. I even know the the numbers. Delta, American Airlines 181. Like I even know the the flight numbers because I've done it for so long and tracked those flights. Um but yeah, American Airlines, Delta. I fly United because I fly out of Newark. But um, it's the way Newark United set up. You, I usually get to the airport pretty late, so I never get to see like the first boarding group, which mm-hmm. is usually the first class. And the way United is, like that wing of first class, you don't walk through. You just kind of take a right, and they're like in their own little wing. So I never yeah. see that group. But I didn't see any celebrities at the airport this time. Last time I was at the airport, I, Cedric the Entertainment, Cedric the Entertainer was on my flight. So that's right. Like right away, I get off the plane. I'm looking, especially LAX, you know, I'm looking for celebrities. And then I had some time to kill before this meeting. So I drove by Rodeo Drive. I drove by Cannon. I drove by Rodeo. And as I'm driving through Cannon, I see like the TMZ girl looking for celebrities. She walks right by one of the biggest tennis players in the world, this guy, Nick Kajurios, whatever. He's like this yeah. guy. He's he's this tennis player that takes his rack and th- he goes nuts during his match, like his matches. He's kind of like the new John Macaron, really like fun, interesting guy. Um, but she walked right by him. I was like, fuck, I jumped out of my car and got a photo with him. Super nice guy. 
And then I started driving down the street a little bit more and I ran into the Nelk boys, which are like big YouTube stars. Yeah, huge. And um, it like they're I just see them. I'm like, yo. And they're like, yo. It was just so funny to see them on the other side of a country. Because it's one thing in New York. But when you're on the other side of a country and you run into them, it's kind of cool and it's mm-hmm. exciting. And these guys I always run into, which is pretty cool because I'm a fan of these guys. And it's just fun to always run into these guys from Miami, Arizona, L.A., New York. Even like when they – like random so times in New York. What do you guys talk up. about then? Just talk. We just BS. But this time they were actually waiting for an Uber and I was driving by in my rental car and I saw them. And it was just like so funny and so quick. Why didn't but you again, pick them up then? Honestly, I thought, but the cars were honking behind me. I felt weird. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just like a weird thing. And they were, t- honestly, you could tell they were like waiting for their Uber. It wasn't like they were just like trying to get an Uber. They're, they're like looking for the Uber. Mm-hmm. The cars were honking behind me, but Canon's like one of those drives. LA is just such a vibe, man. I, I'm telling you, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast. They've been to LA, they maybe never been, but it's such a show. Why, why do like, you say that though? I'm, I'm just curious because. I'm so used to it, so I'm curious what, when you come here, what you think is a vibe. Well, let me ask you this, Dex. You're in Orange County. Do you see mm-hmm. a, a massive difference between Orange County and L.A., or is it still sort of like showy in Orange County still? Oh, God. Orange County is really showy. Are you kidding me? Um, okay. There's a I, I'm not really an Orange of, County yeah. uh, veteran, so you know more probably no, than I do. There's a ton of money, and I mean, I, I think that's there's a reason there's a – Housewives of Beverly Hills and a Housewives of Orange County because they both are extravagant in their own right. Um, but I would say that you know when you're driving through Rodeo and stuff, yeah, that's a whole nother world. That and there's a whole nother level of finance up there because people are so rich. And you go to a store that is on Rodeo and it has three shirts hanging on the rack, and you know each shirt has to be twenty thousand dollars to have a store open. So yeah, I think there's the level of wealth up there is out of control. Yeah. And they, they want to show off their, their cars and you dress up. It's, it's like you're rich and you're proud. And you also want to see other rich people. And it's funny. I went to dinner at this place called Wally's one night and, um, very good place. It's right on, right off where it was on a cannon. And, um, we had a table right near sort of like the door. So I positioned myself in a way that I could see who was coming in and out. I was trying to find a celebrity coming in and out of the restaurant Mm -hmm. And I didn't, but then the, one of the people at the table knew the manager and the manager said that Justin Bieber was in the back and the private room. So I'm like, man, did I miss him? Did he walk in? So that was like bothering. I just wanted to see Justin Bieber. I wasn't going to like pull out my phone and video him. I just wanted to see a celebrity while I'm there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I went to the bathroom. I didn't see anything. Then I waited in the bathroom for about 25 minutes in case Justin went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I know, but I was like waiting to see, but apparently like, when Bieber, Drake, Post Malone, they all go there. They're like one of the few, you know, there's a few celebrities they could call ahead. They'll open the back door for them and let them come in like unnoticed. But like, if you're going to go, in my opinion, if you're going to go through all that work, why don't you just like, I don't know, like, is it still worth going out to dinner? Like, why don't you just have them, you know, you Cater have chefs, your house or like do it at your place. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Like going to a restaurant yeah, in a private room. If you can get that kind of access, isn't it kind of cool? Like if you call up a restaurant and because you want the service, you want it hot off the whatever grill or whatever the hell they cook there. But like you want the experience without the hassle. That's the way to do it, right? Like you walk in a back door, they open up the restaurant to you. You go straight to a table. You don't wait. You're not seen. And then you just enjoy the evening. I mean, shit, if I had that kind of access, I'd I'd utilize it i mean my bill was pretty expensive um so but i write that off um but <laughs> Wait, I, did you, I mean did you go with anyone no i went i went with uh, my buddy i went with my buddy from oh from okay. MT- yeah i went with my buddy kenny who was actually on mtv the challenge back in the day and a few of his friends and i was just like i actually crashed at his hotel room so i had to like I don't know. It was fine. I, I went to dinner with him because I was crashing in his hotel room. Um, so I didn't really go with anybody cool. No, I wish I went with a celebrity. But yeah, it was nothing. His friends, not, you know, I don't want to say now my friends. I'm never going to talk to these people again. <laughs> Let's be real. But uh, I only can imagine what po- when Justin Bieber goes to the private room. Like he just wants to have a nice out, but a nice dinner, but pre-private. It's going to cost him like a little under, I, I guess, 
you know, four people, it's going to cost them at least $2,500, $5,000 he's going to pay no. to have that thing. You don't think so? You're saying just because he's in a private room? Yeah, private room. No, he's going to go out to gonna, dinner. He's not going to, like, he's not, not going there just charge, for a burger. They're not going to charge him extra for that room back there. No way. I think that if he's ordering fancy wines and all that kind of stuff, it makes it worth it for the restaurant to open up the private room. I don't think they're charging him extra for it. Okay, but Justin Bieber, who could afford it, anything he wants. 100%. Yeah, he's, you know, an easy Saturday night dinners cost him how much, would you say? Him and Haley, yeah, they go out to dinner. How much do you think it's it, costing them? It's going to be if they decide to order the most expensive bottle of wine on the menu. That's where it's going to rack up. So here's the thing. Justin Bieber goes out to dinner, do you, and he wants to have wine. Do you think Justin, order, Justin orders a bottle, or does he order it by the glass? A bottle. I think that, that would make and sense. Even though he's going to have a glass, he, you know, like who knows if he's going to drink more. He, you know, two people, they're not going to finish a bottle of wine because like, it is a lot of wine. They might just have <laughs> who, a glass each. Who with are a you talking to, bro? I, I, there's a lot of bottles of wine. Me and my wife have finished at restaurants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I'm a, I'm a glass guy. I'm never buying the bottle. I don't. Yeah. But luckily in, in Jersey, actually, it's a bring your own. It's art. It's bring your own bottle in Jersey. We have we have that at couple restaurants too. Yeah, there's some. I mean, some restaurants you have to buy the bottle, but most restaurants in Jersey, I would say, you just got the bring your bottle, or whatever. which saves you a ton of money. Anyway, yeah. So I'm also out in California, and I have this big meeting. Um, again, I can't really get into like what it is and stuff like that. It's just. Can I just ask one question? Was was there a celebrity involved in your meeting? Yes. Yes. Multiple is celebrities. It, yes. Mm. Not mega stars, um, okay. you know, not like not like superstars, but to me, like you know, very big celebrities. Um, but this is how out of like fish out of water I am. Okay, I'm like waiting for like, the address where we're supposed to meet, and um, I get the address, and I, I at first I think we're going to a restaurant. Sure enough, we're going to a house. I'm like, okay, this is pretty crazy. Oh. And when I go to the house, it's in Beverly Hills, and it's one of those houses in Beverly Hills that has like the the bushes all in front. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like the, the big bushes, gate and fencing. The gate, the bushes. You can't even see the house, and it has the walls, like the the doors that open up to kind of go in. Like the a, gates. Yeah. But I I don't even know how to get into those houses. Like even when it gets <laughs> to intercom, I have such anxiety. Like I don't know what to do. And now it's in my head, like when I walk into the celebrity's home, do I take my sneakers off? Like, I don't want to be weird. Like, you just got to follow what they're doing. If they got their shoes on, you leave your shoes on. If they took their shoes off, you take your shoes off. I do, but I had such anxiety the entire thing. Like, what do I do? Do I bring a gift? Like, now I'm in my head. Is that a house? Should I brought a bottle of wine? Should I brought a gift? And I didn't, but now I'm like, damn it. Anyway, I hit the intercom and they're like, hello? I was like, yeah, hi, this is Adam. I'm like, oh, right this way. The door opens up, okay? The gates open up. And there's a guy there, not one of the people I'm supposed to see. I'm like, hey, how are you? He's like, hi. I was like, are you valet? And the guy's like, no, I'm security. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. By the He's way, like, yeah. what, what kind of rental car did you have driving into this fine estate? An Ikea. <laughs> yeah, Ikea. <laughs> but it was nice. It was, 2000, it was 2020. Okay. So it looks white. It was shiny, you know, but it wasn't in good shape. So I'm a Kia and I pull into the driveway and then like the guy's standing there and I'm like, do you want my keys? He's like, dude, I'm not valet. Go pick your keys. Go inside. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And I just like kind of like knocked on the door of this huge house. And the person opened up and their shoes were off. I took my shoes off and kind of hung out all night. So, I mean, you take these meetings, dude, and, you know, they have more leverage because obviously they're very successful. I mean, you know what I'm saying? When you meet with these huge people and you hope yeah. that something goes well. And in my head, I went through all these scenarios. Like, in my, I envision, like, I go to this meeting. It goes great. You dream of it, and then all of a sudden, you walk out. And like, we're the best of friends. Let's, you know, I'm like, this is the job. You got the, you know. And um, it wasn't bad by any means, but I didn't go. Like, I walk out of there like, man, I got a job. I mean, there's potential, but um. So if you you know, could... it's kind of depressing in a way. I'm not gonna lie. Like, because you, it didn't go what you like were fully dreaming of. Yeah. But, if you could estimate how estimate how much the house was worth, what would you say? I'm just trying to figure out level of celebrity we're talking here. Twelve million. Oh sh! Twelve million dollar house. Is that? Let me ask you, Dax. And it's kind of random. What's the most expensive house you've ever been in? That is a great question. I'm gonna say a 
fifty million dollar house. You've been in a fifty million dollar house. Uh, it was a billionaire's house. Yeah. Can you tell me who or not? You wouldn't know the person. He's like a financial person here in Orange County. And what were you doing there? A party. A party. Was it just insane yeah. or? Yeah, yeah, the house was just ridiculous. Like it, they had their own, like a, a cul-de-sac ended and they had like the whole cul-de-sac. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the yeah. house just kind of wraps around, but then it's in the same like communities where Kobe used to live. Okay. So it just kind of wrapped around and overlooked the ocean in Newport Bluffs. It was out of control house. Um, yeah. But was I it had say, a view too? Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. It's like up on the cliffs overlooking the ocean. Oh, my God. Incredible. So I'm going to say 50 million minimum on that house. Wow. I've never been in a $50 million house. Um, yeah. I've never been. To, mine was maybe uh, 17 uh, in the okay. Hamptons. Um, 17 million in the Hamptons. I've been in some Hamptons houses that are probably like, because the Hamptons are so expensive. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's not. And that's why, but it was a beautiful home, very new, nice. But I went to a house in the Hamptons, probably like a couple million. But the cool part is they had like a, they had a pool, and then there was a hard top on the pool. So when they don't want to use the pool, they just push a button, and the hard thing comes over the pool, and you don't see the pool. Like so a screen scary. comes out of nowhere, so you can actually walk on the pool. It's not like it's. Uh, Did I tell you about a house? So I went to another house in Newport. Um, this guy is into like he he does all this like AV. Um, computer stuff and sound equipment. Uh, we went to a pool party and they had music blasting in the backyard and I jumped into the pool and I could hear the music underwater because they had wow, underwater they had speakers. speakers. That shit was so cool. So and then I was like, I am so poor. Like, I, I don't even know what it's like to hear music underwater. That's how poor I am. God damn. So I actually just got invited. Well, I think I'm still figuring out the details. Um, uh, a, a, an underwater concert. What does that even mean? So I guess they're going to give you like snorkel gear and scuba gear and they're going to play music underwater in a pool and they're going to have like a DJ playing speakers underwater and that's the concert. So everyone's like hanging out in scuba gear and like okay, and that's just underwater. stupid. I, it's, it's stupid. Actually, I don't think I'm going to go because I can't go too deep underwater because my ears pop because I'm such a <laughs> loser. Uh, like, that's kind of a dumb idea. I'm sorry. Like I'm all for raves and weird locations in the forest on boats whatever but like yeah yeah really you're gonna make me suit up and then go underwater so i can hear the music yeah no, i'm no. not excited for it it's uh it's one of those things where i'm like i don't really if all the cool things you could have done this is not the most exciting thing you could yeah, okay have sorry get back to your inner of your meeting no but that was Weird. it that was that was the meeting so i mean um cool i mean it was just interesting to be in one of those houses like one of those beverly hills houses i've never been Essentially, in one of the Beverly Hills homes, like this was like MTV MTV crib style home. Um, what what you know major what, what major street was it off of in uh, LA? Uh, off Sunset. No, I don't want to say what street. Um, because okay. I, I don't want to make it weird. But like you know, the Beverly Hills homes off of Sunset. I mean, not far off the Strip. So mm -hmm. that's the crazy thing is like right off the Sunset Strip, which can be a little rough or grimy, mm -hmm. is these crazy homes. Um, nowhere else I went to. Um, when I because I needed. A, piss and i just wanted to kill some time i just wanted to check out i walked into beverly hills hilton yeah nice is it wait it's a hilton right the where are, the, are you, you talking about the hills? beverly hills hotel or the hilton? beverly hills hotel sorry the beverly hills the hotel. pink one yes they got I nice went to bathrooms the, there too dude the beverly hills hotel is cool it's nice it's cla it's it's what you want la to be like when you picture beverly hills a hotel mm -hmm. in beverly hills los angeles beverly hills it's a really nice hotel and there's a bunch of guys there I didn't see any celebrities. However, I felt like I saw a bunch of people that have been on stage at the Academy Awards. Like they're the ones hugging everyone and they're on stage, but you don't know who they are. I saw yeah. those people there. You know? So it that, was, um, they have a restaurant there that a lot of celebs bar. go to. Yeah, the Polo Bar. Yeah, the Polo Bar. So I walked into the Polo Bar. I walked in. And, and you didn't the see anyone? Like, I didn't take a big lap because I was like wearing like a hoodie and shorts and everyone's like dressed up. And the host is like, can I help you? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm no, just trying to meet up so real quick. Let me tell you the thing. It here in LA, those are some of the most like richest people in LA are the ones walking around in the sweatpants because they don't give a fuck because they yeah, got yeah. screwed. No, you no, know. for sure. They they dressed down, but the place everyone inside was dressed up like blazers and everyone was dolled mm. up. And this was like three or four in the afternoon. 
Um, and I took like a quick glance to see if I could spot someone, but I didn't want to make it weird. But I just wanted to experience that because that's where they do the Academy Awards, right? Uh, no. No, no, which, no, no, which, no. What, they, what award show did they You're do? You're thinking of the Beverly uh, Hilton, which is oh, okay. the, a different, and that's where they do the um, the Golden Globes. Gotcha. That makes sense. So the so Beverly the, Hills Hotel is the pink one yes. that has the polo lounge, and that's the one where you see a lot of people. Kim Kardashian has lunch there, Paris, like everyone goes and has like mimosas at the polo lounge. Yeah, it's so. really fancy. It's really nice. Like it's one of those things where you go to – you know, I guess have big meeting. It's it's. I would tell someone if you're just in LA, like maybe, and you're really trying to like get the whole experience, take a quick walk through because just to feel what that wealth and what the celebrities are kind of living. We, like. we used to love to go there, like with my family. We uh, we'd go there, use the bathroom, and then like steal their little like towels because they have little monogrammed. Yeah, yeah really nice drawing hand towels and we were like and time to take these because they're dope <laughs> yeah i get it honestly i was like trying to see if there was like a a merch thing i would have bought merch from there like yeah. it was like it's just cool it's a vibe it's uh super nice but you just tell it's so expensive and there's just so much money out there not just there's so much money it's got to be like <clears throat> grandfathered in somehow i don't know yeah. it's i did um I did a red carpet in the early days of TMZ there because they, they would have different Events. parties and this and that. And I remember interviewing Dakota Fanning at the Beverly Hills Hotel, like on those front steps. You know, it's got the green awning. It's very famous little entrance. And I remember having to get down on my knees to interview her because she was so young at that time. Yeah, no, it's cool. But you know what the crazy part? It was just a really crazy week for me because in the last week, like I, I kind of mentioned before, I kind of got a little wasted. I went to the Knicks game the night before I went to LA. Oh, you and, didn't. Uh, you, you didn't finish your story about when you surprised me. Oh, sorry. I So we spoke on the phone, and yeah. um, we spoke on the phone. Obviously, we were talking, but you are about you're a little bit away from LA. a good hour away from LA. For and I wasn't gonna make you drive up to LA just to see me and I had another friend in Orange County and I had another work thing that I could do in Orange County so I was like you know what rather than have my friend come up to LA I'm gonna stop by surprise you in Orange County come by your office I Google and actually I had to Google your office Mm -hmm. it was like it was it was I had to do some digging to find your office it's not (laughs) the easiest way to find your address and I just walked into your office one day. How would that, you know, you were. I literally, I had just gone out of a meeting and you walked into my office. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I did not expect to see you at all. You just walked around the corner. You're like, hey, give me a tour. Let's do this. Uh, so I was pretty sure I was, I feel like I was caught off guard to, as I'm giving you a tour of the place, I'm like still trying <laughs> to be like, wrap my mind around the fact that you're standing in my office, which was pretty funny. I actually debated reaching out to your wife. And mm-hmm. like, if your kid had a soccer game, I was going to reach out to your wife and surprise you at the soccer game <laughs> your kid start, and start rooting for your kid. Like right yeah. next to you, be like, well, oh, come on. Like, wh- who's this guy rooting for my kid? And I take off my hood. He's like, what are you doing here? I, there's so many things I thought in my head, but yeah. So I got so, to, so I, I gave you the tour. What'd you think of the office, by the way? Sick. So this is where we're talking about the trophy smack headquarters, by the way. Yeah. So Dax, obviously, if you don't know, Dax is another company called trophy smack. That's a Mark Cuban company as well. They, made a deal on Shark Tank, and they do e-commerce of trophies. Trophy Smack is called. And the office is insanely like Dax. And I'm not saying this because Dax is my podcast partner, my friend. I'm saying because it's a real business. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a business, and Dax runs. Yeah. It's one of the guys who helps. Like one of the lead guys. He runs the business. And it's these guys, it's a plant. These guys are pumping away these cool trophies and stuff, and it's well-decorated. It's well-designed. But for me, the coolest part is on the upstairs of Dax's office, he's got a legit bowling alley. Like you, can, <laughs> you can actually bowl. This is not like something you could buy at Dick's Sporting Goods. And it's like, oh, let's play bowl. No, he has bowling. He's a bowling alley on top. Actually, if you're downstairs, if you're working, yeah. can you hear the people bowling upstairs? Oh, yeah. we And so the, the bowling alley literally goes across. So Matt's office, my business partner – his office is right below where you would kind of like let the ball go when it hits the bowling alley. And my office is underneath where it would hit the pins. And so there is a rule of 
absolutely no bowling during work hours because we wouldn't be able to get anything done. The, the it's second loud, you turn huh? that thing on, it sound, it's a beast. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like, it's a big-ass machine up there. Yeah, it's so, heavy. It's thick. It's legit. It so, is. It's, it's literally, it's a Brunswick bowling machine. So what you see in a bowling alley is we have two lanes that are pulled out of, like, a regular bowling alley and put upstairs. Yeah. No, it's... um. It's pretty cool. So I just got to see. It was good to see you, bud. Uh, good to see your new office. Yeah, thanks and, for driving um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good to see. You. Then I hung out with a friend in Orange County. Then I went back uptown and uh, back, you know, back to northern. Well, I went back to LA. Hung out on the beach for a while. So it was cool. Good place to get vitamin D. I love. But I was saying before I even went to LA, I had. I don't really do. You, it's do I drink? I drink, but I don't like drink as much as I do. I don't put myself in the situations where I drink a lot anymore or binge mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, I probably if I have two drinks a month, that's probably on average. It's like random. If I'm at dinner, I'll have a glass of wine. Maybe after a show, I'll have a beer. I don't know. Like, I kind of drink randomly. I'm never like drinking. But I went with a buddy. I called the Knicks. So comedian Jared Freed, who uh, some people know from in our Facebook group, I said oh, to so him, "Hey, this, let's this go to- is you mentioned this briefly on the other the other day, right? That you yeah, yeah. So, but going to the Knicks game, give me a full rundown of everything because that's what I really want to hear. Yeah, yeah. So, going to a Nick game, we went as like the celebrity experience. Yeah, and Dax, man, I don't know if the Lakers do it like the Knicks do, like if the celebrities get free tickets, maybe. But there's so many celebrities 100%. in LA. Yeah, but there's so many celebrities in LA who want free tickets. I I gotta imagine it'd be a little bit more competitive to get those seats." Mm. A little bit harder. I I, th- I think because you're getting ra- honestly the Knicks though. give it to like random celebrities where the Lakers that's where everyone lives and there's so many celebrities you could have yeah. 200 celebrities at a game and like but they, New like, York is still in a hotbed for celebrities too. What are you talking about? Well, we don't get it. We don't have as many. We don't have as many. Uh, and um, but anyway, so we got like these VIP tickets to the Knicks. We go there. And first, we get to go in through a private entrance, and they have someone greet you at the door. Like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. Hey, welcome. Let me bring you upstairs. Bring you upstairs. Coat check. Wait, hold you- on. These are probably the same people that see you outside filming. So when they come to meet you at the door and let you in, are they like, um, why are you coming in? They're Honestly, they're all looking at each other like, is that that's him? But like, I'm not wearing a hat. They're, they're like, hey, what is he doing? I'm like, guys, I made it. Few of the people are very <laughs> cool about it. One guy was like really pissed off, and I think he was almost going to tell on me, like, "Hey, this guy shouldn't be here." I'm like, "Come on, man, just let me go enjoy myself." But they bring you to this section, like, to they greet you at the door, they give you your own greeter, brings you to a room where they coat check, which is super nice to have a coat check. So you don't bring your coat to a game, you know, like you can relax. Coat check, they give you a towel, then they seat you. Like, how many? Two people? You will seat you, and they seat you in the room, and the room is like. What, what do you mean this seats game, in the room? Is like a, a lounge? A lounge where there's a buffet of food and a bar and okay. uh, take whatever you want, which is weird because it's free drinks in the room and you could take the drinks to the inside to the garden, to the court. But if you want to get drinks while you're sitting at the game, you have to pay for those drinks. Okay. Um, okay. But we wanted to get wasted. Uh, me and Jerry. I didn't say wasted. We had, we had a good time. Uh, but I drank more than I usually do and I had to get on an early flight. So – uh, but there's, it's when I go inside parties like this or events like this, it's surreal for me to be inside. And then I wonder what these celebrities, if they recognize me, like, you know, you know who I am on the street, you know, him when I have mm-hmm. a camera in my hand, I'm on the street, like, Oh, I know who this guy is. And they don't really know my name, but they know, uh, my face and they kind of know what's going on. But I'm inside. I don't, I get like, um, neurotic. I'm like, I don't know if they know me, but <laughs> which was really cool that people actually came to me and like out of their way to say hi to me. Who, and actually Who felt, came to you to say hi? Um, Skylar Aston, the actor. Um, he came up to me. Um, really nice. He's like, hello, how are you? Nice to see you. And like, it was I, like, like, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea who that is. Who is that? Google him. You know who he is. If you Googled him. Skylar Aston. Yeah. Very nice guy. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Um, um Oh, if you Google perfect. him, you know his gotcha, gotcha. pitch perfect. Yeah, so he's a you know very nice guy. He's done a bunch of stuff. Um, he came up and said hi to me. Victor Cruz from the Giants came up and said hi to me. Kelly Bensimon came up to me. I mean, there wasn't like huge names this night. Actually, in the room, I didn't want to like kind of. Bra- 
what the mayor, by the way, mayor what Bloomberg is, was there, a billionaire was there, but there's a lot of money in the room. Like the the guy who was the CEO of Verizon was there, and that's a huge deal. Yeah. You know? What what is Kelly Bensimone up to these days? So she is on. She was telling me um, she is on Girl Strip on Bravo. It's coming back, oh, and she's on one of those Girl Strips where they bring in the best of or popular Real Housewives, and they put them on a Girl Strip and they make a show out of it. So she's doing that, and she also does real estate. You know, she has Kelly, which is a, a good move for her. Kelly knows a lot of people. She's wealth. You know, she's she's done well herself, but her her environment. Her, the people she networks with, her surrounding circle is there's a lot of wealth there, and these people have money, so she does real estate for them. So, mm. you know, it's a, it's a good business, it's a good hustle for her, you know. So, did that. So, it's been a wild week. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm on Instagram watching Britney Spears. <laughs> well, I feel <laughs> Dude, like should... Britney Spears is, man, <sighs> Dax, what are your thoughts on this whole Britney Spears situation right now? You know what's interesting, dude? Like, so there was a time where we all covered Britney Spears, and then it got to a point where we said, all right, Britney Spears isn't healthy. Like, her mental health is in in question here. Let's not cover her like we used to cover her, right? Like, it, 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 it almost became like a, an unsaid thing in the industry of like, she needs, to help herself so like this needs to stop being a poke fun of situation or people need to relax off of covering her so much and then people did and then it was like free britney and then people are like look she has her freedom back and and then it became okay to like make fun of britney again and talk about her and i, I read all these articles and And I feel like we're at this point where I'm going, I think people need to go back to this. We need to stop making fun of her because there's something more going on. Like people need to have a little more compassion. I feel like with Brittany, because she's not, she's not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't think she's not there. So break it down. Like, so when Brittany first was starting to post some, when she got, she got emancipated. Is that the word emancipated, okay. right? Well, is that the word that really. people use when she because what was she the word when got, she got freed from? She her got released back? from a conservatorship. That's Conserv- it. Emancipated. Okay. When she got, well, I forgot the word. She got released from her conservatorship from her father. Because yeah. at that time, let's walk back a little bit. Everyone was free, Britney, free Britney. The popular thing on the internet was free Britney, and her father freed her, and everyone kind of sat back. And then right away, she kind of went pretty, uh, pretty gnarly the term i would use well i I think on social media i and i think that i myself also wanted to be like okay well you know i didn't think she necessarily needed to be completely freed i think there needed to be some kind of structure there because she has dealt with mental health issues for so long um but my big thing is like who's watching out for britney like if her dad was evil and did all these things fine get him out of the picture but like who's watching out for her best interest because you see this conservatorship go away and then you see the people that she's surrounding herself with. Well, Sam was. So after after her father back, Sam was the guy. Correct. I guess was kind of looking out for her. Yeah, now they're no longer there, together. And then that marriage goes away. And then like who's there other than Cade, who who is her manager, her best friend. He's the one you see in a lot of her videos. You see a bunch of just weird random people that she's surrounding herself with. And I think – that's not good because people are in it for a reason. They either want money, they want fame, they want something out of her. I don't think they're in it for just friendship, right? Like, and that, and that's you. You got to look at these motives that the people are surrounding yourself. So I'm going, who's looking out for Brittany? At the end of the day, who the hell is looking out for Brittany? Because I don't feel like she's looking out for herself. The way that she is posting on social media, I, I feel like someone else should be like Brittany. Let's slow your roll because we need to make sure that the things that you post don't come back to haunt you at the end of the day. Yeah, know. but you know what's funny? The media was – when Britney was originally freed, the media was all over the stories of Britney. And then obviously Sam, the wedding, they're all over that story. And then she kept posting on the internet. 
And I feel like the story started to slow down, maybe mm -hmm. because Britney started to post so much that people are starting to realize, hey, this is not a, a celebrity necessarily going, I don't want to say the word crazy, but like kind of acting kind of. But no, because um, like when I Google headlines and I just put in, you know, Britney Spears Instagram, it's like Britney Spears goes fully naked on Instagram. Uh, Britney Spears dancing with knives again. Britney Spears. Um, what else? Um, uh, Britney Spears makes fish-like faces, flaunts breasts, and bizarre new IG video. Like, they're covering this because it's not mentally stable, right? Like, don't you think that we should all kind of pull back collectively and kind of let her not take herself completely out of, you know, and just be a mockery? Like, I don't know. I feel bad for her, man. But, mm. So, yes, you you are right. Um, but is, at what point does the media, from your experience, start to say, hey, we're going to slow down doing this because this is becoming a very serious mental health issue and they don't want to be involved? They're not going to do it until the public says stop covering her. Like there needs to be some kind of upcry or outcry for, hey, she's not healthy. Stop covering her like you used to. Stop vilifying her. So the public her. has to basically say stuff. I think so because the problem is the media does stories because it gets traction and because it gets attention. And they're only posting stuff because that's what the public is craving. But until so, the public as a whole goes, this is not okay anymore, like we did with Amanda Bynes, like we did with Britney Spears the first time, they're going to keep posting it. So would your hope be to tell the Britney fan base, the Britney audience, to kind of all speak up and kind of get the internet going and get that viral moment where we're all saying, media, stop covering Britney. Yes, we will continue to follow her on Instagram, but stop giving the story gas because this is someone that needs general, like you don't want to promote, how should I say this? It's hard because it's, people get very, uh, people get very sensitive when it comes to mental health issues. So I think that the hard part is like, I want Brittany to just get off Instagram. I want her to get healthy or I want her to, you know, Instagram, but Instagram is not the issue. It's no, not helping but, the issue, but it's not. But you don't you know, want to like see when it. I'm seeing, like I open up my Instagram and hers is one of the first ones that pops up on my feed almost every time. And, you know, again, I, I want her to feel empowered and feel sexy about her body. But on the other hand, I'm like, I feel like I just opened up an OnlyFans app. You know what I'm saying? Like she is yeah. literally rolling around naked every time. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the one who's like more worried about her image than than she is. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I think about if she was totally all there, would she would she want to be doing what she's doing? I I, I don't know. I mean, her kids from the outside looking in seem like they're just like. They don't want that type of attention. I mean, this is their well, they, mom. They're not young kids anymore. These are her completely. Yeah, they're these are young, not young children anymore. These are you know they're almost eighteen years old, or they could be eighteen around there now. So it's uh, they know what's going on, and they don't want have anything to do with it. So you would hope but that Brittany that. would kind like, of change her ways to be like, hey, I need to be involved in my children's life or be a, as a mother. It's one thing having fun, so, but also. I think that's the I think kids. that's my wish for Brittany was that she was able to like rebuild that relationship with her kids, you know, like stop stop the posting on Instagram if it's embarrassing your children, stop posting on Instagram and work on that relationship because that relationship is so much more valuable and important than any other relationship in this world. Like the mother-child relationship it is very sad. And I think a lot of her struggles are because that relationship is not there. I think that she has mentally struggled with that lack of mother child relationship and how it was kind of taken away and she had no control over it and all that stuff. But I want like, I don't feel like there's any progress being made to fix it either right now. One celebrity who's really good 
that's similar to Britney in a way because mm-hmm. they kind of came in the same generation that's really good as far as handling the media. And we only see this person in like kind of glimpses is Christina Aguilera. Christina okay. Aguilera, who they came up together, same kind of class. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Britney was, you know, the bigger star, but Christina was a star in herself. It's crazy how you don't ever see paparazzi photos of Christina Aguilera for the most part. You don't see much about her. She comes step out, like, out oh my God. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't step out, but she she still as goes to the supermarket. She still goes to probably restaurants. And you just don't ever see anything about her, which is well, dude. I think the difference is she doesn't do as much crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not out here doing wild things, causing headlines, and so she doesn't have paparazzi sitting there following her every move. And yeah. I think that's that's how it should be. If you don't have controversy all the time, the paparazzi leave you alone and only get you kind of when you want to be seen. Exactly, but. Google Christina Aguilera. Did you see the photos of her last week? I did. She, and, and it's funny. We have we don't see her often, but then finally she comes back with this photo. Everyone's like, man, look at Christina Aguilera. And the did photo. Did you think she looked that strange? I I feel like that was I feel like that was makeup that made her look a little different. Because like I've I've seen that numerous times where people are like, oh my God, they've had all this plastic surgery. They look so different. I'm like, now they they got makeup on and they contoured a little different and they look they look different but not like they her make but you know she up. always Christina was a person who always wore makeup you know the the mm. the the eye makeup the eyeshadow all that stuff so I I think she, has she got maybe some a few injections maybe possibly I mean but she seems like a girl who stays out of the sun as well so mm-hmm. um, she just. She's older, I think. You know, Christina Aguilera is forty-two years old. So wait, so, question: Did you think she looked good or not good in those fo- in that video? I thought she looked good. I thought she looked good. Yeah, I thought she looked good. But people so, are like, "Oh, to me, they jump right away." Oh, she got work done on her face, and even if she did, who cares? But I guess the question is, she got so much work, she's unrecognizable. And, and see, I, I disagree. She didn't look unrecognizable. She looked. She looked good. She didn't look that strange to me. I, I could tell that it was Christina. She just looked like she had a new makeup lady, in my opinion. I don't yeah, know. No, Maybe. she she looks good. And actually, she's on her Instagram. Like, Christina Aguilera looks great on her. Like, she does a great <laughs> job with her Instagram. It's just, yeah, uh, it's like a very sexy, sleek, you know, it, it, she, she's good at it. She's good on Instagram, you know, and, and able to control her image or the way people look at her. But and the other side also, Jessica Simpson was shown last week, and people are jumping on Jessica Simpson, you know, on how she looks and what has she done. And again, I'm not the person, I don't judge either way. I don't care either way if he did anything. I'm all about like, dude, go do what makes you feel good. Well, you know, look good, feel good, go for it. Part of me also questions though. I'm I'm just curious in what you did just so I can learn about it, you know, because sometimes okay. they do things that you don't know about, like The Rock, for example. Mm-hmm. The Rock, oh, after 50, still looks incredible. I don't care if he did steroids. I don't care if you do HGH, testosterone. I don't judge that. Just tell me what you're doing so I can learn more about it, you know, and I know he doesn't want to maybe tell some people what he's doing in case it's, you know, he doesn't want people to damage their own bodies because they might get some sort of injection that, it's not as quality or not have the right person do it. The Rock, obviously, if he is doing something, he has the right team around him. Can and we, he doesn't want to just, uh, promote other people. I just want to know stuff. what Paul Rudd is doing. How does that man not age? Paul Rudd. I'm, I, want, I actually want to see the latest photos of Paul Rudd to see. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd looks good. has looked the same for the last 30 years. He does not age. They put up photos of people who are his age, like side by side. It's so crazy. But here's the thing um, is, Dex, if you had, if you are an actor, you're successful. Yeah. You have enough money coming in where you could eat the right food. You could, even if you have family, you could have a nanny or two to kind of take that stress off you. So mm-hmm. you can relax a little bit more instead of, you know, damaging your body. I think maybe that's it. What you say, right? That's the only thing I could say. What he's done, I mean, most maybe he's done some age, other things or hacks. But, but like 
Paul Rudd looks the same now as he did in Clueless. Like, how is that possible? He probably looks better than he did in Clueless. Yeah, he looks great. 54 years old. 54 years old. Clueless came out in 1995. Paul Rudd still looks great. <laughs> so cool. He, he, found, he found the fountain of youth or a really good doctor or just doesn't age. Just great genetics. I don't know. I, I just... I just would like to I would like to know the truth behind some of these people in Hollywood, especially the men who we all get yeah, credit for like, oh, talks. these men look, you know, they don't age, blah, blah. It, in reality, there's a lot of dudes going, you know, getting their Botox, getting going under the knife. They just it's not as common. So people don't point the finger at them, you know, and, yeah, and men, saying that they get it done. Yeah, the men don't speak up. And I don't, again, I, 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 I can't speak for women because women, but, oh, she's so pretty, but she got work done. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, they might've got work done, but I don't care. Like, just tell me what you did so I could just learn about it and know that there is some sort of thing out there that they could do, you know? Like I even, yeah. I mean, I even thought about like, if I'm talking to people about getting a penis deduction, you know, <laughs> let me know. Oh, you did. Is your back a deduction? Did it pay too many taxes? I come back. Does insurance cover that? Like, how does that work? Um, Uh, So, I mean, just tell me what you guys did because I don't want to have back issues when I get older. So, (laughs) it's just like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Random Um, episode. This turned out to be. This is so random. Um, This is just such a random thing. I I hope you guys uh, hung out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is what you guys did. You hung out with us. Random episode. Appreciate you guys. Occasionally we do this where me and Dex get to catch up and especially off these West Coast, East Coast trips. It's just sort of fun just kind of for me to kind of talk about it. Because again, I'm just, we are, both of us and you guys include, we're just such fans of Hollywood and celebrity and entertainment news that it's just, um, yeah. You, it's what we love even, to talk about. Yeah, it's our passions. It is, it is our passion. Thank you guys for watching. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're on Instagram, follow us. Facebook, we have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which I would tell you guys, you should really join our private Facebook group, Off the Record. Um, you just answer a question, we'll let you in. It's a really cool community. Find me at, at Adam Glenn. Find Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next time. Later. A Huda Media Production.